God's great hope is that one day you will come to the knowledge of His will. Matthew 7.21 Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. What is the will of the Father in heaven? Imagine a young man in love with a young lady. He is not content with a dating relationship, but has a will to marry her one day. His will is to have a covenant relationship with her called marriage. Likewise, God is not interested in just a casual relationship with you. The will of the Father is for you to enter into a covenant relationship with Him. As a young man would purchase a diamond ring as a gift to offer his future bride, so has God purchased eternal life for you by the cost of Jesus Christ dying on the cross as an atonement for all your past, present, and future sins. Remember, God knew all your sins before you were born. Romans 5.8 says, But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God's desire is for you to go beyond the outward appearances of religion and enter into a deep and committed relationship with him. Most people inherit some religious knowledge or practice from their family or community, but no one inherits a relationship with God. Some seek to find a version of God that fits their own interest and lifestyle. However, the Bible says that left to ourselves, no one truly seeks God for who He is. Romans 3, 10-11 says, As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understandeth, there is none that seeketh after God. But because God loves us, He seeks after us and reveals His truth to us. God sent you a love letter called the Bible. He has kept His promise of protecting and preserving His words in the Bible so that you can hear God's plan for how you can be set free from the bondage and punishment of sin. The plan of God to restore our relationship with Him was revealed in the Old Testament that God Himself would come down in the form of a man to die for the sins of the world. The fulfillment of that plan was revealed in the New Testament, how Jesus lived a sinless life died a sacrificial death, and was raised to life in a supernatural resurrection. His virgin birth, wisdom, and miracles fulfilled the expectations and prophecies of the Old Testament. Jesus is the only one who can restore the relationship between sinful man and a holy God. John 14.6 says, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Ephesians 5, 30-31 says, For we are members of his body, of his flesh, 
and of his bones. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. When a man and woman get married, the Bible says they become one flesh. This is a picture of the gospel. Likewise, when we become united with Jesus Christ, all his righteousness and perfect record becomes ours, just like all our unrighteousness and sinful record became his on the cross. Romans 10:9 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. God will save you based on your confession that Jesus is now yours and you belong to no other. You must believe in your heart that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is the only power that can bring you into eternal life with Him. Revelations 3.20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him and be with me. Is God knocking at the door of your heart? God is on one knee, offering the gift of eternal life to you and asking if you would enter a covenant relationship called salvation with Him. What would you say? Please take some time right now to tell God that you are placing all your trust in the shed blood of Jesus Christ to pay for all your sin debt. Tell Him you accept His invitation to be saved and now receive His perfect record and gift of eternal life. Tell Him you are willing to confess to others that you now belong to Him by your obedience to get baptized as soon as possible. Acts 8, 36-37 says, And as they went on their way, they came unto a certain water, and the eunuch said, See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. As an engaged bride wears her engagement ring to show others that she now belongs to someone, so are we called into baptism to outwardly show others an inward decision that we forever belong to Christ. Baptism cannot save you, no more than just wearing a diamond ring makes someone married. If God can lead you to Himself, then He is able to lead you to His people. Pray and ask God that He will lead you to a church that preaches the Word of God and demonstrates His holiness, wisdom, and power to bring the gospel to a lost and dying world. Revelation 20.15 says, And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. 
if this message has the power to stir and convict your heart right now, you may not get another chance. You cannot convict or save yourself. You can only respond to or reject to the conviction that God gives you through His Word. John ten twenty eight through 29 says, And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father, which gave them me, is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. When God saves you, you are forever adopted as His child. The moment you receive Christ as your Savior, there is a new birth that takes place in your soul that can never be unborn. This new life that is born becomes the dwelling place for God's Spirit to reside in you. After salvation, there are two natures that battle in your soul to have dominion over your heart, mind, and body. Galatians 5, 16-17 says, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. The Bible teaches that walking in the Spirit is to be aware of God's heart, mind, and strength by reading the Bible daily and seeking Him in all your ways through prayer. We must learn how to walk with God in a continual fellowship with Him. As we read the Bible, the Spirit of God will start teaching you how to love God with all of your heart, mind, and strength. He wants to be a father to you. If you go to Him, He will comfort you. If you pray to Him, He will answer you. If you seek Him, He will come to you. And all this is just the beginning.